Welcome to Stumbling Through Work, where educators figure shit out. I'm your host, Jared Huff, and I'm here to explore and share the complexities of our work and to let you know you are not alone. Before we start, though, please follow this podcast and share episodes with others. You can find me on my website, www.jarekhuff.com, where you can find links to my social media and where I share information and tips for educators. Now, let's jump into today's episode. Hey team, welcome back. Today we're talking about conflict management. Over the past several weeks, I've had a few staff have conflicts with one another, and whether it's managers, teachers, janitorial staff, whoever it may be, people are just having issues with each other. I don't know if it's the season, I don't know if people are just getting irritable with each other, but it's just where I'm at right now. So I figured, you know what, as I always do, bring you guys into my daily and weekly journey. So to deal with conflict, we have to really understand what our conflict style is. And I just want to say, I've never had conflict with anyone in my tenure of working. I will say people have had conflict with me, but that just sounds like a personal issue, not my issue. So I just wanted to throw that out there for you. But we all need to understand our conflict management style, how we do that, how we deal with the problems that are in front of us, how we work with our staff or work with other people or even work within ourselves to figure out answers to these problems. I'm going to use something from the smartworkplace.com. I'm actually going to put that in the uh, liner notes liner notes. I said it like it's an album. I'm going to put it in the episode notes so that you guys have it um, if you want to do this one for yourself. And it's from thesmartworkplace.com. So I'm going to do this with you all and then we can kind of see what my management style is. So I'm going to read through all 15 questions and answer them. So here we go. Please circle one response that best describes you. Be honest, this survey is designed to help you learn about your conflict management style. There are no right or wrong answers with an exclamation point. So it gives you one through four with one being rarely, two being sometimes, three being often, and four being always. So here we go. Number one, I discuss issues with others to try to help them. I discuss issues with others to try to find solutions that meet everyone's needs. Hmm. I'll go with often. Um, because sometimes it's not a discussion. It's this is what it is. But I, that's my goal is to work with people. So I'll say, I'll say often three. Number two. I try to negotiate and use a give and take approach to problem situations. I'll go with three. I try to work with people. Um, I don't believe in like a dictatorship type of situation, so I go with three on that one. Number three, I try to meet the expectations of others. I'm going to go with one with rarely because I learned a long time ago that you're never going to make anyone happy, so I just make myself happy, and if I piss you off along the way, then I'm sorry, but not really. Number four, I would argue my case and insist on the advantages of my point of view. I'm not going to say always, but I can be kind of strong-willed sometimes. And I know what I know, and I know what's going to work and what's not going to. So I, I give myself a strong three. Number five, 
when there's a disagreement, I gather as much information as I can and keep the lines of communication open. I will say a four for that one. That's definitely me. Now, I do not make decisions or have conversations without hearing multiple sides of the problem, what's going on. I need to hear, you know, to me, I need to see the 360. I can't just take one perspective, so I need the whole thing, so I'll give a four on that one. Number six, when I find myself in an argument, I usually say very little and try to leave as soon as possible. Well, one, I'm not getting ready to argue with anybody, so this is a hard question to answer. I'm grown. I'm not about to argue with, with no adult or no child. But I say very little. But when people are upset, I do try to listen more than speak because I feel like they need to get a little bit off their chest. I'll go with two. I'll say sometimes. I don't, that, that, that was a hard, weird, weirdly worded one. Number seven. I try to see conflicts from both sides. What do I need? What does the other person need? What are the issues involved? That's a four. I kind of said that a little bit earlier. So yeah, four always on that one. Number eight. I prefer to compromise when solving problems and just move on. Four. Yeah, always. I am very, once we deal with something, I move on. I'm done with it. Um, I'm not going to come back and revisit it, have conversations about it, open up old wounds. It's done. It's been said and I moved on. So I, I go with that one. Four. Number nine. I find conflicts exhilarating. I enjoy the battle of wits that usually follows. Now, I could take that two ways. Because... I don't find conflicts necessarily exhilarating, but I do enjoy the battle of wits. And I say that because I, I like for people to challenge me and I want to challenge other people. And if I feel that my point is valid and your point is valid, how do we work together? And the only way we can do that is by, you know, professionally having dialogue. So... It's a weird question, but I'm going to go with a four on that one. Let's see, number 10. Being in, an, being in a disagreement with other people makes me feel uncomfortable and anxious. No, I don't feel uncomfortable. I'm going to give that one a one because it it's not easy to make me feel uncomfortable. So, yeah, that's, that's not going to happen. Number 11. I try to meet the wishes of my friends and family. I'm gonna go with like uh, is it like a 1.5 is not an option uh, I'll go with two my uh, one two okay because sometimes you may wish for something and I will hear it but that doesn't necessarily mean that's what I'm gonna do so I'll go with sometimes number 12 I can figure out what needs to be done and I am usually right well, I'm going to give that a strong four because I feel like I do know. I like to look at problems, realize what the problem is, what the solution is, and then move towards it. So, yeah, it gets a four from me. Number 13, to break deadlocks, I would meet people halfway. Yeah, I will because it's not always about me. So, I mean, it's, it's the compromise game sometimes. We have to give a little to get some. So, I, I'd go with pretty much always I do that. Number 14. I may not get what I want, 
but it's a small price to pay for keeping the peace. I'm not going to go with for always. I'll say often. Because a lot of the times, what you want doesn't always need peace. I mean, depending on the situation. But I'm going to go, if it's a small price, I give myself three on that one. Because that, that's kind of a, eh, yeah, I give myself a three. And then the last one. I avoid hard feelings by keeping my disagreements with others to myself. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say sometimes. Yeah, I'll go with sometimes on that one. It, it can go either way. Hmm. Yeah, because I know how I can be sometimes. And my assertiveness can come off the wrong way at moments. So sometimes I just hold things to myself. So yeah, I'll go with sometimes on that one. So I have answered all 15 questions. So let's see what my management style is. And we will actually answer that when we come back from the break. We all want our schools or programs to be the best. And although every school is different, all successful programs have the same fundamentals. Best practices for high quality preschool, after school, and enrichment programs by Jarek Huff share standards to foster a high quality program. These tips will help you put your best service forward, focusing on your children, families, and communities. Best practices for high quality preschool, after school, and enrichment programs by Jarek Huff is available on Amazon and Amazon Kindle. Okay, we're back. Y'all, I have to do math. So the 15th statement corresponds to the five conflict management styles. I don't know if I told you all there's five that they list. To find your most preferred style, total the points for each style. The style with the highest score indicates your most commonly used strategy. The one with the lowest score indicates your least preferred strategy. However, all styles have pros and cons, so it is important that you use the most appropriate style for each conflict situation. So there is collaborating. Competing, avoiding, accommodating, and compromising. Those are the five categories. And what I have to do is add different questions. So like collaborating is like questions, add one, five, and seven together. And then competing, add questions four, nine, and 12 together. Uh, avoiding is answering questions six, 10, and 15 together. Accommodating, questions three, 11, and 14 together. And compromising is question two, eight, and 13. So let me do a little bit of math and I'm processing, I'm adding, okay, hmm, interesting. Well, I don't have one that I'm better at than the other. I'm actually... I have three. It's not even a tie because a tie would be two things. So it would be three things. There are three styles that it says that I am really good at. It says the first one is collaborating and says collaborators, excuse me, collaborators highly value both their goals and their relationships. They view conflict as a problem to be solved and seek a solution that achieves both their goals and the goals of the other person. 
They see conflicts as a mean of improving relationships by reducing tensions between two persons. They try to begin a discussion that identifies the conflict as a problem and strive to resolve tensions and maintain the relationship by seeking solutions that satisfy both themselves and the other person. I'll go with that. That, that sounds like me. But then I um, also have... Two more. The next one would be competing. Let's see what that one says. Competitors typically value their goals over relationships, meaning that it is forced, meaning that if forced to choose, they would seek to achieve their goals even at the cost of the relationship involved. They are typically more concerned with accomplishing their goals than being with liked or being liked by others. They might try to force opponents to accept their solution to the conflict by overpowering them. Wow. Um, I mean, I do agree with the line of not necessarily being liked by others. That's totally my personality. Huh. But overpowering them is the way they worded it. That was just ugly. Just ugly. But then my third one is interesting too. It's compromising. Compromisers are moderately concerned with both their goals and their relationships with others. They typically seek a promise. They give up part of their goals and persuade the other person in a conflict to give up part of their goals. They seek a conflict solution in which both sides gain something, the middle ground between two extreme positions. <coughs> Excuse me. They are willing to sacrifice part of their goals in order to find an agreement for the common good. I mean, that's what they tell me. And I'll say, okay. But, I mean, I kind of agree with that one too. Huh. Yeah, I kind of agree with that one. So I'm kind of stuck between those three. So it was the compromising, the competing, and the collaborating. And I can see myself in all three. I am a kind of a mixture of those three. Now, the other two that they have are the avoiding one. That's definitely not me. And it says avoiders tend to value of ugh. avoiders tend to value avoiding confrontation more than either their goals or relationships. They often find it easy to withdraw from a conflict than to face it. They might even include completely giving up relationships or goals that are associated with the conflict. Okay, that's definitely not me because. I like um, being uncomfortable sometimes too. Then the other one is accommodating, which I am not either. That was actually one of my lowest scores. Accommodators typically value relationships over their own goals. If forced to choose, they will often sacrifice their goals in order to maintain relationships. Shit. They generally want to be liked by others and prefer to avoid conflict because they believe addressing it will damage relationships. They try to smooth over conflicts to prevent damage to the relationship. Yeah, I ain't got time for that one, so I'm definitely not doing that. But, very interesting was, um, I'm going to give this out to people that I know and kind of see how they fare with this good old conflict management style assessment. 
But other than that, I'm glad you guys took this with me. Do it for yourselves and pass it along to everyone that you know. And I'll talk to you all next week. All right, bye. That's it for today. If you like this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating, review, and subscribe to the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can visit my website, which is in the show notes, to contact me. And I hope you have a great rest of your week and speak to you all soon.